The giant roots twisted around and under it, much wilder and more exaggerated than any of the other roots, the ends of the branches hanging in front like bony fingers, beckoning, daring anyone to pass through. Sometimes, when the wind picked up, the branches would sway as if urging me to come in, to see what lay beyond and discover its secrets for myself. I laid back down and closed my eyes. If I couldn't fall asleep soon, I'd be exhausted for school the next day. Maybe that cricket could read my thoughts. It finally decided to shut up. Another twig snapped. I shot up and looked out again. This time, in the moonlight, I saw something big and black skulking about, but from where I sat, it looked like nothing but a giant moving blob. I blinked and squinted to adjust to the darkness, leaning out the window, but still couldn't tell what it was. I could, however, see it stepping over rocks and a fallen log and, after leaning out further, could hear it sniffing. It huffed and shuffled leaves about, heading towards the house. I leaned out even further, my hand grabbing a nearby branch for support. Still, even passing through the thin moonbeams, I couldn't see what it looked like, although it was definitely not alone. Two other black blobs sniffed the ground behind it, both of them zigzagging their way towards the house in a slow, random path. One of them meandered over to another. I couldn't be sure which, but one of them let out a vicious snarl. The other barked and growled back. I heard them snap and swipe at each other, kicking up dirt and leaves. It was as if the forest heard my wish. The eyes on all three creatures began to glow a shining blood red, glowing so bright that they lit up the whole area and I could see what they were. I leaned so far out the window I nearly fell, but caught myself on the branch I was holding. They were definitely wolves. Their fur was coal black, their bodies massive and muscular, and would be more than a match for anyone in Candlewood. Their snouts were long and thin, their bared teeth reflecting the light of their eyes. Drool dripped from their mouths while their snarls got worse. There was an intense anger to them, each breath they took a crackling growl in itself. After swiping at each other, the wolves separated and continued sniffing the ground again. The glowing red eyes faded until everything was pitch black, save for the thin rays of moonlight. They were getting so close to the house that I wondered if they even noticed me watching them, and what they would do if they saw me. Suddenly, all three wolves perked up. I couldn't see but their attention seemed to be drawn to the gap in the trees, like something had spooked them. They stayed motionless for several seconds before dashing into the darkness, the glowing red returning as they ran off. Once they had gone, I pulled myself back into my room, eyes locked on the gnarled roots and trunks they had run away from. There was a dreadful silence over the forest. No owls hooted. No insects chirped. Even the wind had died and the trees stopped swaying. I furrowed my brow, still not able to adjust my eyes to the dark. But there was a sound, 
Something was moving through that gateway, scraping against the bark, clopping on clumps of rocks. A lone figure, short, squat, and hunched over, slipped through the winding tree trunks and slithered along the tall grass. I could only see its silhouette, but the outline told me it was a woman. She wore what looked to be an old, tattered dress, and clumps of hair dangled from side to side as she walked along. But as I leaned out my window again, there was a growing sense of dislike and dread for this figure. Her movements were sharp and eerily unnatural. She also appeared clumsy. It looked like she had trouble staying balanced. I ducked into my room. I heard her rummaging through the grass and leaves, nearing the house, then following to where the wolves had run off to, also vanishing into the gloom.